We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Oh, yeah, baby. Welcome back. Another episode of the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia. And joining me, as always, for Tuesday's show is the OG, the original Todd father, Todd Zola. What's going on, Todd? Actually, Joe, you didn't hear the news? Oh, what's that? Uh, the, the Tuesday slate's been canceled. There aren't, there aren't enough uh, non-injured players to carry on. <laughs> so they canceled, they canceled Tuesday's games. By the way, can we just say the nerve of Dusty Baker to not play Bryce Harper in Washington. How about the reverberations <laughs> of that? How about, how about how about him not playing Washington Nationals outfielder Bryce Harper in Colorado last night? I mean, is that not just – I mean, it's so off-putting, especially after the week he had. I mean, come on, Dusty Baker. He really does hate our fantasy teams. I, you know, I, I talk about it all the time as a joke, but he just – he hates us, Todd. I guess I uh, – it's – yes. I mean, it was, it was a surprise – and you, you got to feel Bryce wasn't all that happy about it. But, hey, it's, it's for the better good of the Washington team, right? Is it? No, no one paid money to see Bryce Harper play. No, right? God. I mean, why, why does he no. take a seat against, like, a really good pitcher one night? Just, hey, I'm taking the night off. Like, in Colorado, are you kidding me? <laughs> Dusty Baker, you're a jerk. Yeah. Amazing I mean, how, hell, yeah, how healthy Jason Worth suddenly gets, too, when uh, – I can't play. Wait, Colorado, I feel better. Yeah, yeah. It's always convenient, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a tough slate here. Before we even get going, yeah. I just want to point out, you know, Todd made a joke before he started the show about how, you know, I was saying that last week we hit on a bunch of guys on last Tuesday's show who were certainly well past their point of being productive. We hit on, I think, every single one of them. And Todd said, well, we can't pat ourselves on the back because – well, you know, for every home run, for every touchdown scored, that, what did you say? Someone called it, right? But I yeah. say we have the audio proof to <laughs> say that we did, so screw the rest of those people who question us. So uh, as Todd so illustriously pointed out, Tuesday is going to be a fascinating evening of playing DFS. You've got Colorado in play. You've got some, basically, you know, you got Clayton Kershaw and a lot of pitchers who 
I'm looking at some of them being a little overpriced. Let's get down to it. Let's start with Kershaw. 12700 at San Francisco. Are you buying Kershaw tonight with Colorado in play, or is it just too impossible to handle? Cash games, he's in there. I make it work. Uh, you know, tournaments, you know, it's not often he's contrarian. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, if I'm one lineup, I'm not using him. But if, you know, if you, you try to find a way to happen. The Giants don't strike out much. I mean, Kershaw doesn't matter with Kershaw. But cash games, he's in there. I figure out there's enough, even with the tough pricing, there's enough ways to make it work. So basically in any cash game, is it Clayton, best Clayton Kershaw slash Colorado lineup wins, right? That's pretty much what you're thinking uh, today? Yeah, I don't know. I still, I mean, I haven't. I haven't built a lineup. I've you know I've, I've highlighted some players, so I got you got to have some Colorado exposure. But even in a cash, even in call, even in cores, I don't like to go all out. I, I do like to spread it around a little bit because all you need to do is finish above the line. You know, I mean, I, I'll I'll put I'll put that line. If I make it work. I'll put that lineup in a tournament. But you just don't know what happens on a given night. So I won't. Uh, it may have a rocky or two in a especially on Fanduel. Uh, I don't like to stack on uh, there's, there's enough cheaper, softer pricing that I don't have to force Kershaw uh, on a GPP play. All right. Now $3,000 less. You got Danny Duffy on this late at 9,700. He's got the matchup against Covey and the Chicago White Sox. Right. Uh, he look, he's been 43 points, 34, 46, 41. So consistency has been there. Yeah. I'm looking at Duffy as a guy with a good matchup saying to myself, well, you know, th- there's an opportunity there. Uh, against the White Sox, where I'm going to save $3,000. That's a big savings from Kershaw on cash games, where I think I might fade from the top and go the Danny Duffy route. you support that idea, or you think I'm nuts? Um, I'm not going to uh, – somewhere in between. I just, oh, that's I, good. That's that's good. That, that yeah, makes me feel yeah. good about myself. Somewhere Thank in you, between. Tom. No, I'm just – I honestly – I mean, if Kershaw's <laughs> on the mound, he's in there for cash for me. I, I make it work. Um, if you want to put another lineup in with Duffy, that's fine. The, the White Sox are – you know, they're no great shakes. Uh, guaranteed rate park is a more more of a pitcher's park than people realize, and they just don't have a lot of power. So Duffy's a fine play. I just I don't know that he's going to go the seven seven and a third seven and two thirds innings that you're almost surely going to get out of Kershaw every time. And I mean, there's no reason not to believe he's going to do that again, Kershaw in San Francisco. So I, I mean, sure. I mean, if you want to diversify your cash lineup, Duffy could be the second guy. Now, what a difference a couple weeks makes. Luis Severino, his salary on FanDuel all the way up to 8600 A couple weeks ago, we've been talking about him on this program very often on the podcast. Basically, mm. you know, even that first start, I, I had him kind of thrown around in tournament play. And so far, 22 strikeouts over the last 15 innings. That, uh, that ain't too shabby. So nope. Severino, 8600 uh, is he going to be the tournament pitcher du jour coming off these two huge outings, despite the fact that there's some weather issues possibly, not just in Boston, but on the East Coast in general? Is it too much to ask Severino to go into Boston at this stage, or are we that confident in what we've seen so far out of him? Well, that's, that's what a tournament's all about. I mean, that, that's what a GPP play is. You just you know, you know, said despite he may be a play because of the weather and because it's right. Boston. You know, so looking at me, do I – what confidence level do I have? I mean – um, do you pick him because he might do well or because you think he's going to do well? It's a risk. But, again, that's part of what, what tournament play is all about. The Red Sox are – I'm not sure at this point if, 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 if Dustin Pedroia will be in there. The, the bats are starting to wake up a little bit. Fenway Park usually wakes them up when they uh, – you know, this time of the year. So, I mean, I, I think they have one more home run than Eric Thames at this point. And <laughs> 
I, mean, I think Babe Ruth has one more home yeah, run than and, Eric Thames at this point. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Yeah, so uh, as I tweeted out Monday night, uh, uh, Chuck Norris fears Eric Thames. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think with good reason, too. I, he, anyway. might, he might be on that same, that, that uh, yeah. <laughs> what's that machine that Chuck Norris and Grizzly Brinkley used? What is that? The Total Gym. Eric Thames yeah. has been on the Total Gym, clearly on the way yeah. back from Korea. He's making that work. All right, now let's talk about Kyle Hendricks for a second. He's only yeah. 8,500. Um, which it's about, it's about 8,000 too much. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing I was going to ask you. I mean, we talked last week, the theme was, you know, pitchers getting right so far. No, he hasn't been Kyle Hendricks that we saw last year. Why the no, why against, uh, uh well, the opponent Pittsburgh too? back to seasonal play. I, I, I've been off of Hendricks, uh, as far as my seasonal play goes as well. But I know, you know, pinpoint control, great defense, that sort of stuff. I'm not on him. I wasn't even on him last year in DFS. Well, cash games, perhaps. But uh, he, does, he, doesn't stri- he doesn't go deep into games. He didn't strike people out. So he's not a DFS pitcher. Uh, I'm just – in this year, I think we're seeing the velocities down. He's, you know, th- there were some signs – not signs, but there were some stats that were uh, – the whole tunneling thing. I know we're getting a little deep here for DFS, but tunneling is basically – your pitchers all look the same. He was remarkably consistent with all of his deliveries, so it was hard to pick out what he's throwing. But when he's throwing it you know, two, three, four miles an hour slower – when they're when most of the guns are a mile two miles per hour faster, he just doesn't have the same stuff. Doesn't matter how good the defense is, if they're smacking the ball, it's not going to happen. So I know I know Pittsburgh isn't the greatest of teams. PNT is a good place to play. I just uh, I'm just not on uh, I'm just not on Hendricks. All right, is there anybody under that pricing? Is it Marco Estrada against St. Louis? Uh, Patrick Corbin with that second turn against San Diego, which was good last week. Anybody else you could justify in tournament play that might give you a little bit of a, you know, in terms of ownership percentage might be a little bit more appealing and productivity? Michael Waka, Toronto doesn't scare me right now. Tawilowitzki's out. Donaldson's out. Mm-hmm. There's some strikeout. There's some swing and miss in that lineup. So I think, you know, there's a dome. That they're going to play. It's not quite East Coast, but, could, you know, so so he's in. He's Waka's a guy that I, mean, I actually thought he was, you know, they were just going to make him a setup man. He sort of surprised me in general. So I kind of like playing guys like that because I'm, you know, mad at myself for not believing I don't have him in seasonal play. Well, this is what's good about DFS. I can get some shares when he when he plays. And tomorrow, uh, Tuesday night's a great night to use him in tournaments. All right, let's go to the opposite end. Let's go to the people we're trolling against. Obviously, you've got Colorado, but I'll tell you what. I mean, Herman Marquez, you know, that righty arm against the LFD bats like Harper, like Daniel Murphy in this lineup. I mean, it's going to be real tempting to go that route. I know it's chalky, but holy cow. I mean, it's hard not to like that. Besides the obvious, though, where else are you looking for offense tonight? What pitcher are you targeting? Who's the guy that's inefficient? Who's the guy that's going to allow for a lot of that bullpen exposure? Yeah, uh, I don't mind the D-backs against Clayton Richard. I know he had a couple of starts, but he's still Clayton Richard at home in Chase Field. Uh, pre-humid, pre-humidor, get 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 it while the getting's good. They've got, uh, that sounded like a like a prospect from one of the yeah. Latin countries. <laughs> I yeah, believe Ari- Rugnan de Humidor actually plays uh, second base for uh, Texas. Yeah. Arizona has enough right-handed power. Uh, Goldschmidt and, and Pollock is swinging the bat well, so you can get some you know, cheaper diamond backs bats in there against Richard. Uh, let's see. How about uh, Houston against Tomlin? That's another one that I kind of yeah, popped out yeah. there. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Tomlin's one of those guys who can, you know, frustrate you for seven innings or give up seven runs in the first. So that's another possibility. Uh, man, you know, Jordan Zimmerman's just questionable. He, he, he's got two pitches working. He needs a third working. I kind of did a little bit of a dive on him this week just because 
I'm a fan and kind of bummed out that he's not pitching well. I'm not giving up on him yet. But man, Seattle's got so much left-handed power that I think you could uh, you could stack some manners there, and you know that's going to play. So you don't have to worry about that sort of thing. Um, I'm still off of Corbin, so I, San Diego has a couple of right-handers that if I'm looking to go cheap, that I I, I wouldn't mind sticking in there. All right, let's go to the catcher position. And because of some injuries, Evan Gaddis is going to get a little bit more playing time, and he's only $3,000. Speaking of Tomlin making that transition over in that segue, uh, you know, we're looking for power. Uh, a lot of times, especially in those tournament plays, is Evan Gaddis that $3,000 return on investment it power? It should be noted that's an all-day play or because yes. it's 6 o'clock start. It's an all-day because it's 0, yeah. 6 o'clock. That is Same correct. Tomlin. So if you're, uh, if you're on or Keiko, if you're on the main slate, then it's not available. But, yeah, if you want to play all-day, or, you know, well, all day, it starts at 6, so it's, you know, it's not like you're putting your lineup in at 2 and hoping your 10 o'clock guys are playing. But if you start an hour earlier, sure, Gaddis is very much in play. How about underneath that? We've got to find some savings if we're going to the Kershaw route in the cash game realm. Where is that coming from? Let's try to find a catcher. Is there somebody out there, a catcher, that you could find that you say, uh, you know, I, it's funny, I always keep coming back to, you know, the $2,700 JT Real Muto who's always going to give me, you know, six yeah. points every night, and that's fine. But I feel like we might need a little bit more than that tonight because of some of the offense that's in play. So is there somebody out there who has a little bit more, maybe a power upside at a lower cost? Well, I get. I mean, it's it's almost to me, it's almost a cheat code. When a righty's in there, you look at Stephen Vogt, what he is, and a lefty's in there, you look for Josh Fegley. Righty, J.C. Ramirez is in there. Probably not going to go a long time. The, the relievers will come in. It's a beat up bullpen. I like Stephen Vogt for twenty seven hundred. Not the greatest park, but he can still take him deep. I don't know if we're talking homers here, but I, you know, picking on my friend Kyle Hendricks, you know, Cervelli, at least. I mean, well, I, Cervelli's going to get you back. Look, Cervelli puts the ball in play. He, well, he the, it yeah. makes contact. And Cervelli's one of these guys historically, especially in the FanDuel scoring, has always been a positive return guy yeah. because he's not going to kill you. You know, yeah, he's not it, the guy, especially back in the day when they were negative for right. making outs. He was that guy who was just not going to make outs. And if he yeah. did, they were productive ones. Yeah, it's faint praise, but he hits. You could the best. You can he hits in like fifth or sixth. He's not hitting seventh or eighth or ninth like a lot of catchers. I mean, if that's the best you can sit. Well, you actually mentioned the other good thing. He made contact. Uh, Hendricks doesn't mix bat, miss bats. He'll have the ball in play. But I mean, they're both the same price. Vote and Cervelli are both the same price. You can be fairly certain votes in there just because of the lefty righty thing. So I would probably go for vote. Um, although Cervelli may even be a better catch because of the things you just mentioned. Cervelli might even be the better catch game play. Here's a question for you. I think I probably know your answer, but I want to ask it anyway. Buster Posey all the way down to 2,600 because of the matchup against Kershaw. Tempting at all or absolutely not? Yeah, absolutely tempting. If I'm fading, if I'm fading uh, Kershaw in the tournament, absolutely tempting. Um, I just look at that price at 2,600, and I'm thinking, hey, you know, 2,600. It's still Buster Posey. I mean, it's not like Clayton yeah. Kershaw never gives up a run. I know yeah. he did have that one year where <laughs> – it seemed like he didn't, but I mean, overall, but he yes. Buster Posey's still a good bat, you know, still in the middle of that order. Right. I don't think I'm, I don't think he's my catch game, but absolutely for now. If you're trying to fit, if you're trying to fit Kershaw in, well then, I mean, on the other hand, I mean, it's not a, not a silly idea to use him against him either. Um, you know, he's not going to get a shutout. Well, look, in these kind of nights where we're talking, where you've got the big pitcher out there with Colorado in play, sometimes a little strange is what you need yeah. to separate yeah. yourself. And and if you're going to go a little strange, going a little strange with a guy like Posey, who's a proven asset, yeah, I don't think that's as off as people might think. Yeah, Posey goes one for four with a home run, and then, you know, Kershaw throws eight innings and allows one run. I think he come out ahead of the game. 
All right, well, let's talk about Eric Thames because, right. well, I, I think it's come to that point in the show where we basically have to. Uh, some more home runs last night. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, this is a great run. It's, it's a good story. Uh, I don't care what the whispers are or whatever, but he's got Scott Feldman tonight at, at forty-one hundred. I mean, uh, I'm sure the ownership's going to be high, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, do you like your truck white or, you know, colored? I, it depends. It depends uh, on my yeah. mood, you know. Yeah, I'm more of a marker guy. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's just sick. I mean, you know, it's not – he's got the platoon bump, but you can't even say, well, you know, oh, it's a good chance to sit, you know, fade Thames because he's going against the lefty. He's hitting southpaws too. Don't know what to say. I mean, uh, you know, I put him through the rigors of the projection system. It came out to like 42 homers. I said he's not going to hit 42 homers. I was right. He's probably going to hit 52 homers. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I mean, but, uh, it's, it's, you know, I mean, where he lands, we don't know. But he's, you know, these, these naysayers, he's only going to hit, you know, he's 17 homers, whatever. We, we know he's going to do better than that. Yeah, he's in play. First base is always a position where uh, there's a lot of guys in play. So, I mean... He's you know, actually a little bit cheaper, so he's probably not my top choice. Goldschmidt is, but he's in play. Now, I know he's in the earlier game at 6 o'clock, but Edwin Encarnacion hitting the ball a little bit better. Yeah. I know the matchup's against Keiko, but, I mean, this is kind of what Edwin does every year. It's that yeah. slow April. I think maybe pressed a little bit because of the new big contract in Cleveland, but that bat's starting to wake up, and Encarnacion is clearly a $4,000 hitter. And right. he's about $500 less than what he normally would be at his peak value. Yeah. Uh, I've got my eye on him. Is there anybody else in that lower rung uh, that you think? I've got one more for you, but I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, I was just clicking on Keiko to make sure what I was going to say was true. So I have to go back to my other sheet. Yeah, I mean, Keiko's he's not pitching poorly. I mean, the, the surface stats are great. You know, the, the skills are okay. It's not like he's uh, fanning left and right and walking a ton of people. So, uh, unfortunately, my, my sheet's out of order this time. I don't have them in order. Let's see. I know I did have another first baseman that was uh, that was highlighted, as it were. Great radio here. As and I, you call yourself an expert. Yeah, I know. My God, you know, actually, I, don't Zola. Have a, I don't have a ton at first. I'll get one for you I while you're Joe while you're digging through your papers there right. and you're recycling, yeah. looking for something. Yeah. How right. about how about this one? I don't know if he's going to play or not, but lost in the shuffle of the Cubs blowout tonight was Jose Ozuna having yeah. three hits, a double, a triple. And as a tournament play, he's $2,100. Now, that's very rare that you get a guy who's going to start who actually has a little bit of a bat to work with. Now, again, this is one where you've got to check and make sure he's in the lineup. You've got to check and make sure and, and make sure you can pivot off of this if he's not in the right, lineup. Right. However, Hendricks has been struggling, as, as you pointed out. And Ozuna was a guy that had a great spring. Neil Huntington and those guys over there are very – very, you know, glowing about him. And when Marte got hurt, that was the guy that I said, I said, keep an eye on Jose Ozuna. I think that's the guy that they would like to just leave alone in that job until Marte comes back and see what they have there. And hey, maybe right now he's lightning in a bottle, but if he's playing at 2100, there's a perfect guy to help you make Kershaw work. Yeah. And if he's not playing, you've got the pivot because Jaso probably will be. Right. Who's at 2100. Right. So you've got this sort of natural, you know, pencil that spot in for 20. A natural pirate pivot. Yeah. Like well, you know, you, yeah. And you're, you're going cheap at a position where someone else is going expensive. There's your, you know, there's some contrarian action. So sure. Um, I'm a little surprised the Sona is at first base, uh, but, you know, Vandal puts people where they want to put people. But then um, 
you will, you, you'll, he probably will be playing some outfield at some point too. But it doesn't matter where he plays. He's, he's first base eligible. So sure, him or Jay Stowe would be fine. All right. Now, Daniel Murphy's 4,400, but my goodness, I, I find it hard to believe he's not worth it uh, with the matchup in Colorado tonight. Uh, but let's get down and go deeper into this. You got Brian Dozier at 35, DJ LeMahieu right. on the other end at 35. Certainly value to be had at second base, as we all know. If you don't want to go up to the top of the board, also Jonathan Scope. Uh, another one, there's weather there in that game potentially too, so keep an eye on that. But Scope went yard last night. Uh, that bat's heating up as a tournament play bat. That's another guy that offers you power, the matchups mm-hmm. against Erasmo Ramirez. Any other second baseman that float your boat in terms of matchup tonight? Yeah, Cano against Zimmerman. I think I don't think you can ever go wrong with, with, with Robinson Cano, down to 3,800. Whenever he's in the under 4,000, he's got to be in play. Uh uh, nah, Schimpf doesn't have the uh, the platoon. I'm not going to use him against the lefty. Yeah, that's probably about it. Scope is one of the guys I looked at too because you don't worry so much about the, uh, the platoon going on with there. So that's uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a weak position. If you have to go down and, and look at a, a Wong or a Dietrich to save some money, it could be there. But I'm probably playing for a Murphy, probably playing for a Dozier, probably playing for paying for a Cano. You know, actually, one more, Brandon Drury going against Clayton Richards. Yes, yes, love that one. Glad you got was the next one on my yeah. list. You yeah. did it, Zola. Yeah. So you redeemed yourself. You found the yeah. list. Yeah. You, 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 I'm going to get you a folder for Christmas this year. I'm going to get you a nice folder so you can put all these things in. It'll be very nice. Some color coding. A third computer is what I need. I, I, a third computer? Stop. No, I have two also, but that's like a limit. Once you go to three, <laughs> then you don't leave your house anymore. That's just, you know, that's... Right, like that's I leave it now? Oh, uh, all right. Point taken. All right, let's go to the third baseman. You got third Travis game. Shaw, the lefty bat against Scott Feldman. Uh, yeah. Shaw's a guy, you know, five home runs, 18 RBIs on the year so far. Yeah, the batting average isn't great. He's only hit about 250, but... That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for, you know, we're looking for that power. Yeah. Uh, and Shaw certainly has it. And in terms of some of the other guys out there, you know, if you don't want to go to the top of the board, I think he's just as appealing as some of the other ones. It's funny to see Machado still hovering too at 3,600. He's yet to really fire on all cylinders. But, I mean, maybe this is another guy that we're going to anoint. I would say over the weekend too, start to see some glimpses. You know, a two-hit night on Friday. Yeah. So I, I think there's positives going. And maybe the little dust-up is actually just what Manny Machado needs. You know, I think he's that kind of guy that sometimes plays better when he's a little bit more emotional and whatnot. And certainly this weekend was an emotional weekend for Manny Machado. Yeah, he certainly got into the, the, the after the – yeah, have you ever seen a pitcher thrown out of the game after a foul ball? Uh, no. I, I don't know. I, I always thought Sean Estes was like the worst one, but this one was pretty bad. Like when Estes tried to hit Roger Clemens that year, that was embarrassing, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 the Machado got a hold of the uh, – wasn't the next pitch, but it was the same at bat. Yeah, Machado's in play. I mean, Longoria against Miley's in play. Uh, I don't mind Kyle Seeger. Kyle Seeger – enunciate, dude. Kyle Seeger against <laughs> Zimmerman. Um, you mentioned Shaw. Shaw's actually Shaw's more expensive than either of those guys, which is kind of which testament to the matchup in the park and and actually how bad Feldman is. But um, yeah, third base is another rough. I mean, I don't see a ton of savings, but it's really not a spot where I'm going to you know unless you want to you know actually no I, you can't wait. Aaron Hill's released. You can't use Aaron Hill against Clayton Kershaw. That was a bad joke. I should just stick. <laughs> You're on fire tonight, Zola. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I, I've. I'm having, uh, as we discussed yesterday, I got burned by Amir Garrett, so I'm a uh, yeah. So this is this I'm is the post Garrett. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's that's what this yeah, is. So yeah, the, the post Garrett. Uh, I mean, listen, Solarte uh, against uh, Patrick Corbin again. If I'm stacking there, three thousand dollars works. So there's a uh, 
there's a few options, but yeah, I think it's a spot where you want to pay if you're not paying for Kershaw. All right. Well, baseball is here, and don't get started on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. So go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. So and, uh, and avoid Amir Garrett. Uh, at least you know what? for a little while. I'm in a, since I'm in such a mood, anybody, you know what? Have an, have an account and challenge me head to head. Anything under five bucks, I'll accept it, and you can show. I mean, well, uh, if you want to have some fun, you can, you can, you can kick my tail. Nice. So uh, I think it's Todd Z on Fanduel. Give me a challenge. I'll play a head to head, and you know, sign up and uh, hey, whatever. It's just money, right? Yeah, it, it, it's it's fun. <laughs> Fantasy sports is supposed to be fun. Look, yeah. there, there's there's people who play DFS to support themselves. Those people do exist. But I think the greater DFS community as a whole, maybe not the, the bulk of some of the larger funds going back and forth, but look, it, it's out there to have fun. And if you yeah. and if to to go into the cash games, to play the 50-50s, to play a dollar tournament if you want to, that's fine. That's fine. That's what you want to do. And yeah. And if you're having success in the cash games and you're listening to the podcast and you're you know, if you're an informed, good fantasy baseball player, you can turn some of that extra money, especially in your season-long leagues. You know, you just talked about tonight, right, your frustrations with Garrett. But there's an opportunity there where, you know, if certain leagues aren't going your way and you made investments in them, if you play daily fantasy the right way, there's ways to make that back at the yep. end of the year. You hit a couple of big tournaments. You, you, you play cash games well over a month of time. If you are willing to have patience, there's a way to do it. All right, let's go to shortstop. Uh, let's look. Let's talk about Trevor's story for a second here. Certainly a slow start, but uh, one of these guys that we all know that Colorado is where he's going to wake up now. He's got the righty against Ross, uh, but lately all of a sudden the bat's starting to make contact with the ball. He had a couple home runs last weekend. So what are your thoughts on story heading into the night? Is he worse than 4,200? Uh, I mean, it's. I hate to say he's a contrarian. You know, can anybody a contrarian play? Going up against Ross, making his debut – um, yeah, I mean, he's in play, you know, it's one of those ways to get some, uh, use a non platoon advantage type player. It really doesn't matter with story. So sure. That's, that's, uh, he's probably not my number one choice, but I'm not going to, uh, chastise anybody that uses him. Now it looks like Gene Segura is going to be joining the, uh, the Mariners in Detroit on Tuesday, mm -hmm. uh, and he's going to be activated. Are you one of those folks that you see Segura in there and you go, hey, maybe that's an opportunity where people won't use him because it's his first game back and in a tournament play, maybe that's enough where, where the ownership's really low. If he has a good night, that's a separator. Or you see if Taylor Motter's in the lineup and, uh, and use ah, him. Ah, yes. Back to the Taylor <laughs> Motter. See, that's why you are Lord Zola. <laughs> maybe. Right. Well, it's not price. I mean, it's 3200 for for Motter. That's true. Uh, not a great price. I mean, you mentioned Severino. I mean, I, Bogart to 3400 uh, is putting the bat on the ball and get, making things happen. And you want some course exposure, Trey Turner's back. And it, I don't think we'll see him less than 4500 very many times this year. All right. Now, what about, uh, you know, you mentioned Drury. Let's go to the other Diamondback in that infield. Yeah. Let's go to Chris Owings. Uh, Left-handed pitcher, Clayton Richard on the mound. He got the righty matchup there. Owings, uh, look, not a big power guy, but – we're talking 2,800. We're talking a cost savings where a guy who might have a decent return, you know, the ceiling's probably around 15 points, somewhere like there mm -hmm. for a night from Owings, but the matchup certainly plays, uh, you know, there's no reason to think that he can't do it. Uh, does he offer you enough or is the floor not appealing enough for him? What I need to do, and I probably should have done it previous is to do the research to see what the chances are he steals. I know Richard's a lefty. 
because uh, Owings running. Uh, yeah. Arizona's running and Owings running. So he could be my he could be my cash my cash cheap play to get Kershaw in there. And it, I mean, I don't like to use steals, you know, as, as a floor, but the potential's there. I don't think San Diego's no great shakes throwing guys out. So I think Owens is definitely in play. All right. Speaking of steals, too, Tim Anderson uh, looking a little bit better recently, too, was on base a little bit the last two games. Uh, 2,700, another guy that's probably right now out of the consciousness of a lot of people, mm-hmm. but at 2,700, certainly a savings, kind of very much like Owings, right. maybe even more down the trough in ownership percentage. For I mean, you know, we're talking single digit if that. Right. Is that another guy that you can loop into that same thing with Owings? Yeah, yeah, he's still hitting. I'm quick check. He's still hitting at the top of the oh, order. Yeah, he's still hitting like a buck something. But yeah, yeah, that but, doesn't matter. It's daily fantasy. <laughs> exactly. So sure, sir uh, Anderson's another player that uh, you know matchups not great, not terrible against um, against Duffy. And I, I yeah, st- uh, the steals probably a low chance with with Duffy and, and Salvador Perez. So I like Owings more than uh, Anderson, but I, Anderson's a guy to to keep on your radar. All right, let's go over to the outfield. Uh, no surprise here, but Bryce Harper, if he's playing, Dusty Baker, you <laughs> jerk, uh, 5,500. Yeah. It'd be fascinating to see what kind of lineups. I mean, you're going to have to have some Jose Ozunas around if you're going to put Harper and Kershaw together in a sort of cash game. But wow. it's, hard, it's hard not to want to. I mean, it really is the way Harper's hitting the ball right now. Uh, Murphy's another one. These lefty bats in Coors Field against that right-handed pitcher. I mean, uh, it's how do, how do you not? I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I haven't tried yet. I guess I guess it would be a challenge to try to get Kershaw and Harper in the lineup. That what leaves you what like thirteen thousand to do the rest, which is not very much. But we have mentioned a couple two thousand to twenty one hundred dollar guys that we may be able to find some more three thousand dollar guys. Sure, but I mean, obviously, if you're fading Kershaw going to tournament. Uh, Harper's, you know, the first guy, one of the first guys you click in. Although, you know, if you put multiple lineups, he might not be. All right, now let's go down to some of the other guys too. Yeah, uh, forty-one hundred. Nelson Cruz. Yeah, start another guy starting to pick up. That was a guy we've talked about previously too. Jordan Zimmerman so far has not been good, but Nelson Cruz, we all know, notoriously is one of these guys too that's very streaky. And if mm-hmm. he's on an up streak at forty-one hundred. That's a guy that you want shares of because when he goes, I mean, it's all Nelson Cruz and balls flying out of the ballpark. Uh, what are your thoughts on him in this matchup uh, tonight against uh, Zimmerman? I like him, obviously, like him more against lefties, but it's not so bad. Um, if you, I, to me, that's more of a tournament play. Um, I, you know, again, back to Clayton Richards. I mentioned Pollock. I like Pollock. Another another same sideline matchup. I like. I like Braun against Feldman tonight, on tonight Tuesday mm. night. It's not cheap at 4,300, but it's not terrible. And there's a couple of guys with Coors exposure under 5,000. Blackman against Ross and Eaton. You didn't mention Eaton before with the lefty bats, but you can't leave Eaton out when you're talking about left-handed hitters in Washington against Marquez. So actually, is it uh, is it definitely Marquez? Is it has he been announced over Racine at this point? Well, that's, think, does it matter? Um, <laughs> no, I, I know it does. But yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. What was the other night when? When Shields came out and the, the, another low low end righty came in, actually whoever it was for Chicago pitched really well. But it's one of those things you don't you don't have to make any mental adjustments. They profile the same player. No, but yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Jason Worth too. Is that another guy that's in play for you? Yeah, I suppose. Um, 
want to make sure that he's playing. I mean, he's been he's been pretty yeah. bad this year. I mean, yeah. he's you know I know yeah. he's been banged up, but that's Jason Worth. He's been banged up, and Jason Worth pretty much go in the same sentence pretty you know for oh I don't know the last <laughs> decade. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Obviously, you want to make sure he's playing just because I mean guys like that they could tweak things. But sure, he's uh listen. It's cores. Everybody's in play. All right. Any more tournament bats that you feel out there? Uh, some some cheap power. You go into Chris Davis. Or is there somebody else there? It's funny because Carlos Gonzalez is only thirty five hundred on this slate yeah, too. Yeah. Skebler against Zach Davies, who I still believe in, but I still think you know Skebler has shown he's he's kind of your prototypical tournament play where he can go long or he can do nothing. Um, you know, Gary Cole doesn't scare me. Schwarber at thirty four hundred. That that has some appeal to me. What about Conforto at 35? I mean, it's, I know it's a little pricey, but, you know, and Tehran's a good pitcher. I get all that. I know the weather might be an issue there, too. And let me reiterate, too, make sure you're checking all these weather things because there could be a lot of weather in play, different yeah. spots in the East Coast. So everywhere from Atlanta all the way up to Boston, mm-hmm. yeah. make sure you're on top of that because you can use that, as Todd said earlier, in your favor in tournaments. Uh, you know, don't necessarily shy away from it completely. Use it to your advantage if you are playing in those tournament plays. But in cash games, just be careful of what you're doing. You want to make sure – You've got guys that are legit. They're going to, you know, yeah. play the entire game. Uh, but is Conforto another guy that has earned himself a, a little bit of street cred right now? I mean, he's certainly been hot. He's put up, you know, 25 points two of the last three games. He's hitting leadoff. He is. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spot in the order from the volume standpoint is a lot to like right now with Conforto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people get, you know, Mets fans get all upset at me when I compare, you know, when I say Conforto's peak is Andre Ethier's peak, which is pretty darn good. Uh, people think the present day Andre Ethier. I don't, you know, these the 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 Mickey Mantle sort of compare or Don Mattingly. <laughs> it's not Mickey Don Mattingly sort of comparisons. I don't quite buy into. But you know, give me you know twenty five to thirty homers and 80, 85 RBIs, which what Ethier was. That's a pretty good player. Maybe maybe there's some upside to that. But yeah, right now, sure, if he's hitting lead off, or even now, even if he's hitting the top four or five of the order, I can I like Tehran, but it's not a he's not. You know, I'm not scared of him, so to speak. One last guy, another outfielder who's uh, been on a tear lately, Aaron Althair, who has yeah. been very consistent. He's got the lefty matchup in Wei Yin Chen. That's another guy where I'm yeah. looking, hey, $3,100. I'm not going to the top of the board for Harper. I'm looking at some of these other guys like Conforto, like Althair, and I can get a bunch of these 33000 and under outfielders. There's a lot of talent out there, well-priced tonight. And Aaron Althair, I think, is one of them. Yeah, I was a year, a couple of years too early on him, so I uh, was. I think I know if he tweeted or made a joke to myself, uh, but yeah, I, or uh, my fab reports that I do for seasonal leagues. But yeah, I was all over Altair, and I was a couple of years early. But absolutely now, he's he's probably going to be playing with Harry Kendrick out. Uh, definitely be playing against the lefty near the top of the order, so there, he's definitely in play. I, I had him in. I didn't have him in green. I had him in yellow. See, I use colors. I use colors too. I like the colors. It helps yeah. me, you know. Yeah visualize things see that and look we've given you information we've given you colors we've given you entertainment we've given you everything tonight he's todd zola you can follow him on twitter at todd zola i'm joe pizapia follow me at joe pizapia 17 this has been the rotowire dfs podcast sponsored by fanduel have a great night of daily fantasy this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.